This is the Mark Milton Show with a Smash with former Department of Justice Tax Division trial attorney Mark Milton and the Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to roll and ride. Wearing my six shooter, riding my pony on a cat and drive. All right, Yeehaw Smash. This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash. Producer Dave Solomon on the ones and twos over there key, on the keyboard. If you want. I don't know. That's a Tim McKernan <laughs> line. I don't really know where that comes from, but I, I kind of call it a keyboard. He looks like he's he's you know mixing it up like a DJ. He's yeah. wearing the Browns, Cleveland Browns, orange, bright orange windbreaker. Yeah. Dave, where'd you get that? Oh, I've had that for quite a few years. <laughs> but I, that wasn't the question. I said, where'd you get that? Oh, I got it as a gift. I can't remember exactly when. You big Browns fan? Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Eh, fair enough. Fair it, enough. it was well worth it to have playoffs for the first time in 18 years this past fall. All right. Yeah, it's I mean, it's a good looking. I'm a big orange guy. Being an Illini, uh, Illini mm-hmm. fan, I like a, good, like a good orange shirt smash. We're broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios here in Kirkwood, Missouri. Got to go out to the uh, new showroom in Ellisville uh, this past week. I actually had lunch with Mark Miller, talked talked a little business, talked a little furniture. Um, phenomenal showroom they've got there. They, they did an amazing build out. It's the old Dow Furniture uh, yeah. there on Manchester, about one point two miles location. east of Clarkson. Uh, they got all your favorites there. They got the Flex Steel showroom. They've got yep. their American made Amish furniture. Uh, just beautiful stuff. I was yep. taking a look at some of the. Uh, they actually have office furniture um, that you can get. Uh, desks, bookshelves, that kind of thing. And I mean, it is just top of the line yeah. stuff. Always, man. I was behind their big red truck uh, coming out of Belleville here this uh, last weekend. I was thinking of the show. Yeah, you, you stay over there with Lady Chop Chop over in Belleville, the original Miller, Miller Furniture location exactly. on the east end of Belleville. And they <clears> also have Lake St. Louis right there off of, is that 64, 40? Do you call it 40 or 64? 64 I call it west. 40, but that's 64, that's really. That's 64 west, I yeah. believe. It's more 40 when it's downtown. <laughs> okay. 64 when you get past 270. Now, I have really. a question, actually, about yeah. Route 66, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. So, Route 66, I feel like both uh, Chippewa and Manchester lay claim to being the oh, original yeah. Route 66. Am right. I wrong on that? Well, there have <laughs> well, been so many routes for 66 throughout point. the area. Good point. Like, the Watson, Chippewa, it might be one of the most popular, but it's yeah. taken yeah. so many different routings. There are times where it went down manchester out through gray summit and down southwest and with so many routings for the route and there were also city 66 bypass 66 so route 66 really took almost every way across the mississippi river at the time i mean is this Rand mcnally over here is that dave <laughs> Solomon? What, i mean man. this guy knows his, his well he was stuff. part of the, his family was part of the great jewish uh <laughs> settlement uh, as they came across the mississippi in their canastoga wagons Salute. Well, I Dave thought right about there. rebranding. Exactly right. I, I thought about now that my you know my office is on Manchester. I thought about rebranding as like uh-huh. Route sixty six tax lawyer and going national because yeah. you could really. They, I don't think this is Route sixty. Is this Route sixty six, Dave? I don't. Think. It says it on one of the signs. I think Manchester. Some, yes, this at, part of Manchester. At one time, I believe it was. No kidding. I'll have to check I'm the exact Dave, routing. I'm yeah. Mr. Dave's McNally. But to your point, being behind a Miller Furniture delivery truck. Another great thing about Miller Furniture right now, mm-hmm. uh, during these crazy times where yeah. you know you've got shortages and uh, you know people are running out of food and running out of gasoline and all, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. They have probably more in stock furniture than anybody around. So let's say you need a fur, you know, you need a couch, you need a dining room table. Yeah. They have stuff that you can literally go in 
and buy right off the showroom floor and have it delivered immediately. Good looking stuff and quality stuff. Right. That's but the key. That's quality heirloom pieces we <clears> talk about. <throat> yep. I mean, we've got furniture from there that, I mean, I don't think we'll, I don't, it'll, it'll be with us forever. Yeah. Yeah. Will it be part of my furniture in the new tiny house? <laughs> we might be able to give you, so I'm pass along a few things to your little tiny house at some point. But anyway, uh, check out Miller Furniture. You can shop anytime yep. at MillerFurniture.com. It's M-U-E-L-L-E-R Furniture.com. Smash, on the way in here, you know, I was hmm. sort of, I was kind of, I'm down in the dumps over, this is. Uh, Where'd you get I that like, watch, man? That's a killer watch. <laughs> Let's not stay on topic okay. here. Don't worry Go about ahead, my watch. Sir. Don't worry about it. It's a fossil. No, it's I not a fossil. It. Um, I feel like our world is sort of just cratering around us. Do you feel that way? I mean, I feel like we're headed towards some sort of uh, Armageddon type ap apocalyptic scenario. I mean, mm -hmm. running out of gasoline. We got a Middle East conflicts going on. We've got a president who honestly doesn't seem to know what's going on and appears to me to be completely impotent to handle any sort of. We don't see crisis. the guy anymore. No, and I have. I mean, look, politics aside, whether you believe in, you know, the the, the policies, it's yeah. just like when you look at the guy, you're just like, what? He's is gone, this man. our leader? I mean, is this yeah, the guy who's going to lead us through times of real struggle yeah. and, and, and challenge? I just don't yeah. see it. I mean, I'm really concerned that, like, we're not equipped to well, deal with the, the crises that are happening seemingly all around us. A lot of it caused by the reaction to COVID. And, and, yeah. and you know, you look at COVID, it's like, well— you know, this 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 reaction to shutting down everything over, you know, fear of, uh, of yeah. loss of life, like, could be dwarfed by some of the impending economic crises we're mm -hmm. looking at. Mm -hmm. Education, you got kids who've been out of school for a year, many of which, you yeah. know, we have no idea, you know, what they've yeah. been doing for the last year. Um, learning remotely, which, you know, been shown to just, you know, not work. And you're, so you're going to have a whole yeah. class of people that, you know, are, are uneducated for an entire year. How's yeah. that going to affect them long-term? That puts us a year behind the Chinese, man. Well, that's the thing. So if the, not more. You know, I'm looking last week, there was like fear <laughs> this Chinese uh, rocket was going to fall out of oh, space. Yeah, I mean, right. It's like, what is going on in our yeah. world right now? And all they're going to say. Do you feel this way? I mean, you're older, so like, you may not. I mean, I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, man, what's like 20 years from now look like? Oh, yeah. You know, I wish I would be around 20 years from now <laughs> to see it, but maybe I will be from the heavenly uh, level. But I kind of like pity your generation and the youngers because you got a mess on your hands. I, I mean, totally. a mess on inflation. Your hands. Dollars, you know, the dollars. Becoming... I talked to a friend of mine in Washington D.C. yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, and he said, "Yeah, I'm just waiting in line <laughs> to get my car filled up with gasoline at four dollars and fifty cents a gallon." Now that. Wasn't the way it was before he shut down the pipeline coming out of the Keystone Pipeline. No, four fifty a gallon yesterday. And man. you think pre-COVID, like where we were as a company, like we had it pretty good. Yeah, gas was like a dollar fifty. Yeah, I know. There's seemingly, seemingly peace in the Middle East. Yeah, um, was peace the economy power, was booming. Man. People, if you want, you know, work. You know, people were working. Wages were rising. And now you've got people just not working and getting paid yeah. by the government to right. stay home. And you've got. I was talking to restaurant owner friend of mine I and mean, they can't get people to come work yeah and, and why would they it's a it's a rational choice for people who are in that industry to say yeah i could stay home and make 600 bucks a week yeah, exactly. or i can make less right busting my hump at a, in a restaurant right. and in this case i have to say kudos to governor mike parson in missouri hey, for look at dave pretty much pulling the unemployment and look i sympathize with people who for whatever reason 
their line of work really got hurt. But unfortunately for every person who might legitimately need the money and for whatever reason, maybe they're an old dog who can't learn a new trick super fast or whatever. For every one of those. He's talking about you, Smash. Did you feel that? Me? He looked right at you. Wow. I can't see it from the TVs. There's a reason why I have a little sheet where I keep track of all my old references, just to remind Smash of his place here on the show. Wow. But, wow. but for every Solly one, has really come on. Solly. But, but for every one of those, there's you know three restaurant workers who say, well, yep. I was, I'm making more here than I was working for 40 hours a right. week. I'm not doing it. And quite honestly, it ticks me off as someone who in radio had to adjust what I was doing because I didn't want to live off the government on unemployment yeah. because A, you never know when it's going to right. end. Right. And B, it's just, it seems like it goes against everything that should be an American value. It's mm -hmm. almost socialism right well, there. Yeah, it is socialism. And that's mm -hmm. one of the most disturbing right. things about the last year is like we've basically trained a large portion of the population to just expect to be taken care of by the government. Yeah. Right. And that includes yeah. a lot of businesses, a lot of individuals who, you know, through, during COVID, they couldn't work through no fault of their own. But they sort of got used to this. Oh, well, here's eighteen hundred dollars. Here's six hundred more. Here's thirty six hundred dollars child tax. I mean, it's like it is socialism. Like we laughed about. I remember talking on this show about Andrew Yang and yeah. guaranteed minimum income. It's like that's basically what we have already. Yeah, right. And we basically exactly are right. becoming right. a socialist country, which is only going to lead yeah. to more taxing of the wealth, or you know, taxing wealthy people. And I think it will have a huge negative impact on our economy. On on wages overall i mean the yep. ability to kind of like pull yourself up by your boots because this is still a country where you can you can literally do anything you want and make whatever you want of yourself right. you can still do that but i fear that by all this government intervention we've created a just sort of a malaise where people are like well i can get by with you know this i don't need to go yep. out and try to really really well, really crush it you really can i don't know if you have i have um maybe dave has but if you ever tried to live on 500 dollars a week because I, for a long time, was living on $500 a week. And if the government's going to give me $500 a week or I got to bust my hump for 30 hours <laughs> to make $500 a week, I'm going to take the free. Well, sure. It's a rational, I'm gonna take it's a the rational free. choice. Terrible. People, that's the thing. People are rational thinkers. They're not, they're not stupid. And the, 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 the problem now is there are plenty of jobs. There's yeah. no reason. Yeah. For That's people, right. most people, I'd say 95% yeah. of people to not be able to go out and find some sort of work. Right. And there are businesses that are in jeopardy of going mm -hmm. out of business because they can't find workers. Mm -hmm. So it's like a double whammy where you've got government spending that's unnecessary. And you also have people who have put their own livelihoods on the line to, to start a business, to run a business, yep. who are in jeopardy of losing it all. Yeah. How happy are you going to be when your kids are able to work and they can bring money into the house? <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I'm already grooming them. I'm already grooming them to become a part of the Milton Law Group, paper shredding, whatever the case may be. <laughs> grooming them through paper shredding. Well, you shredding. know, it's, it's an interesting point because uh, I think about the future of college, for example. Yeah. And I look at my my oldest son. He's six, he's going to be six years old. I'm like, man, you know, like the tax resolution industry, right? Like a lot of a lot of these resolution groups out there, they're uh, they're enrolled agents. Okay, an enrolled agent, agent designation is basically it's an exam you can take with the IRS. All you need is a high school degree. Yeah, you can study for this exam. You learn, you know, you learn basic accounting, basic tax law. You learn how how the administrative side of the IRS works, mm -hmm. and you can take that exam and you can become an enrolled agent. That's like mm -hmm. a license. It's 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 something real, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where I'm thinking to myself, man, if Fred's 16, yeah. start getting him working in the office and, yeah. and learning this stuff. It's like, 
man, he could, you know, he could pick up on this stuff pretty quick. Exactly. Is it worth it to go spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to get a college degree? Then that degree really has no, yeah, it has nothing behind it. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you get a credential, like an enrolled agent or something like that, or you go to a trade school and become an electrician yeah. or a carpenter or things like that. I mean, I think that's that's and those are the people we need right now. Exactly we don't need right. more lawyers. Yeah. Well, we the, got too many lawyers. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? But like, I that's, we got too many lawyers. We got too many people out there that are just scraping to get by. And there's real work that needs to get done. And there's nobody to do it. Yeah. Crazy part about this part of it is President Biden was saying, oh, let's give the uh, the two year colleges, the community college, the trade schools, no tuition. You don't have. Where is it? I don't he know. It hasn't started. But it, the, it was e- easy it's to, crazy. Easy to close up the Keystone Pipeline. And right. ruin everybody's gas prices. <laughs> right. Right? right? But, exactly. hey, well, wait a minute. If you can do that that fast, why can't you say, hey, college is free? Well, so I want to go back Trade to my, my ap- apocalyptic. Is that the word? Uh, I like the it. Fears. Yeah. Literally, we're in the office yesterday, or mm-hmm. I guess it was Thursday, mm-hmm. and uh, our internet's out. Oh, yeah. All right? Like, it's like, well, what do we do? We don't have yeah. the, like, the, we got a, we got an alert from Charter and... Yeah. It was the result of an Ameren power outage. I'm like, uh-huh. oh God, what are we going to do? We can't, like, literally we can't, can't function as an right. office. And I'm thinking to myself, then the gas line goes out. Yeah. You know, there's ransomware attack on yeah. the, on the, in the Southeast. Right. I'm like, we are so vulnerable to yep. some sort of cyber attack. And if you coupled that with any kind of actual yep. physical attack on a, you know, any sort of infrastructure would be gas or oil or whatever it may be. I mean, it's like really scary to think mm-hmm. about. Well, i tell you, the next scary is also the ramp up of the violence in the Middle East, because that's going to be coming our way sometime soon because those soldiers are already in place. We just don't know exactly who they are, but that's going to be coming our way. We didn't see that with Trump. I understand peace through power and all that, and it kind of seemingly worked. I haven't really followed what's going on. Are you in tune with what's happening in the Middle Middle East East? right now? I mean, Hamas has been attacking. Well, it's Iran and some others have been attacking Mm -hmm. Israel and you know, it's just kind of the stuff that it seemed like the stuff that was going on kind of pre-Trump administration that all kind of right. stopped. It I stopped. mean, it's weird that it's exactly it right. kind of resumed. I mean, and, and you saw Trump go ahead and kill that one general, that Iranian general, with no questions whatsoever. Hey, you're going to mess with us? We're going to hit you back 10,000 times as strong. Peace through power. That's what he advocated. Now what you got is the power of all these groups and these nations over there getting ready to hit on, and they've already broke the uh, Iron Dome, and they've already <clears throat> sent their missiles over there, and some of them landed, and and they're causing some damage that they didn't cause before because they were afraid of the backing of that the Israel had from the U.S., right, which, as Trump did purport. And it seems like Biden's been silent. I want to read, read a statement that was issued this <clears throat> week uh, and get your thoughts on it. Nice. So on uh, May 12th, Donald Trump, and I'm not even sure how this got out because he's been banned from all social mm-hmm. media, but there was a statement mm-hmm. issued. It says, <clears throat> statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. I see that everybody is comparing Joe Biden to Jimmy Carter. It would seem to me that this is very unfair to Jimmy Carter. Jimmy, <laughs> mishand- <laughs> Jimmy mishandled crisis after crisis. But Biden has created crisis after crisis. Wow. First, there was the Biden border crisis that he refuses to call a crisis. Yeah. Then the Biden economic crisis. Then the Biden-Israel crisis. And now the Biden gas crisis. Joe Biden has had the worst start of any president in United States history. And someday they will compare future disasters to the, to the Biden administration. 
But no, Jimmy was better. <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you were alive in the 70s. I was. And, I, I mean, that was a time where you had sky-high inflation, yep. interest rates rising, economic malaise. I saw How it. does what I you're seeing now compare to what you saw in the, the late 1970s? Well, with my buddy standing uh, waiting in his car in a gas line to get gasoline, that's the first thing I thought about because I remember being in my cars and waiting to get gasoline over there at exorbitant prices. Back then in the Terrible, same. terrible exorbitant prices, which I guess it hasn't happened so far in St. Louis unless you're calling two uh, seventy nine a, a gallon high. I call it high. I, I knew it was a dollar fifty yeah. a year ago. But it's four four dollars and fifty cents yesterday in Virginia, just outside of DC. Preposterous. And so what I'm seeing is a parallel of the deluge of unfortunateness that was that era in the 70s mm-hmm. and as far as jimmy carter's concerned jimmy carter like any other president had good had bad jimmy carter's legacy unfortunately is based on that opportunity that failed to rescue the hostages mm-hmm. over there in tehran yeah and in that that's where the label on jimmy carter comes along with the unfortunate economic side but that's why they label him the bad president now if something like that's going to happen with biden then, uh, boy, we got a very unfortunate situation because the adversary was not as strong and and in place as the adversary is now. With China, you mean? I'm talking China. I'm talking the Middle East. Well, that's even... the thing, too. Back in the 70s, this is what's so frustrating about this, this gas situation, oil situation. It's like Back then, we were very much dependent on Middle East oil, mm-hmm. whereas over the last few years, we've become very much independent because yep. of things like the Keystone Pipeline and right. other projects, the, the um, offshore drilling and, and the shale and How all that. How can we go so, from the top oil-producing country in the world to, hey, we're begging the uh, Middle Easterners? Well, you to... killed the, you, the first thing you did Terrible. was kill, kill the uh, pipe, right. uh, Keystone Pipeline. Yep. Um, you've also you got seemingly just overnight more instability in the Middle East. Yep. Uh, you've got Russia doing you know russian gangs they're calling mm-hmm. it doing these cyber attacks and disrupting our yeah. you know domestic supply that's the war um so it is it is really you know striking to see sort of similarities between what happened in the 70s and also like the fear of inflation and all these things because i'm thinking to myself man there's when you inject this much cash just print money and inject it yeah that's going to impact pricing right. um seen it with home right. prices and actually i'll take a second now to encourage people to refinance their mortgage with Andy Newbold of First Bank Mortgage. Definitely. Because uh, when this ends, m- most economists <clears throat> believe that interest rates are going to rise. So yeah. there's never been a better time if you're in a you know higher interest rate mortgage to yeah. consider refinancing. And you should do that with Andy Newbold, First Bank Mortgage. Yep. Uh, you can check him out on Facebook. It's Andy Newbold, First Bank Mortgage. He posts a lot of interesting um, articles and things on his Facebook page if you want to follow him. You can also email him at Andy, it's A-N-D-Y dot Newbold at F-B-O-L dot com. And you can also call him or text him, 314-660-2223. So if you're in the market for a new home or you're just looking to refinance, be sure to give Andy Newbold First Bank Mortgage a shot at your business. And again, may not be a, a may never be a better time to refinance right, right. now as right. with interest rates. Exactly right. Being what they yep. are. Yep, yep. <sighs> So you could get yourself a house <laughs> that's better than yours, let's say, just use the term. 3% interest, maybe. At, 2%, at some in, interest, two, in the twos. 
at an interest rate where your mortgage is lower than what you're paying right now. Exactly. And it's astounding. Or let's say you got some other <clears throat> debt you want to pay off. You got Good equity point. in your house with yep. with uh, home values yep. just soaring. Yep. If you got equity in your house, you can take out some of that equity, pay off some high interest credit cards, consumer debt. And now your mortgage interest can be deductible on your yep. taxes, whereas ah, consumer that, debt, that right. interest is not taxable. And this is also at those low interest rates, the Correct. time to sell your house. You've been thinking about moving to something else to sell your house because people are looking for houses right. like you. They got the low interest rates too. Right. Sale, sales nowadays. I used to work for Gundaker Realty. Mm -hmm. Did and, you really? What yeah, did you, yeah. you do? In the mid-90s. <laughs> Wait, you were a realtor? <laughs> yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, for hey, two uh, years. You need to sell your house? <laughs> Back then, I ain't trying to be rude. Back but, then, uh, we'd go 30, 30 days to six months is usually the time to sell a house. Yeah. Now they're selling in two or three days. Oh, it's nuts. At the most. Yeah, it's nuts. So it's, it's time to sell your house if you're thinking about it. And it's time to refinance your mortgage with yep. Andy Newbold, First Bank Mortgage. Yeah, so you're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash here on 590 The Fan. You can download our podcast anytime at 590thefan.com, themarkmiltonshow.com, or Apple iTunes, or anywhere else you. I use Apple iTunes, but we're also That's on all the too. other podcast networks. I do, too. This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by stltaxlawyer.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based, based, based solely on advertisements.